The Gospel Shaped Home Podcast is a family discipleship resource from Providence Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina that aims to equip you and your family to be on mission with God to the end of the street and the ends of the earth. Welcome back to another episode of Gospel Shaped Home. I'm Andy Owens, pastor of Family Discipleship, and once again, have the joy of having my brother Chip Bugner here on the phone uh, for another another episode. Chip, welcome back. Good to be back. Hey, Providence. Chip, last time we heard just a little bit about kind of where your family is, how long you've been married, and how old are your kids are. And I know some of our folks can't believe that because they saw little Emma, little Owen at like three, four years old going off to Central Asia. And I guess Ben was, well, no, I guess Ben was about two or three actually when y'all left. So anyway, your kids are small. That's my point. But tell us where you're at now in the world and what you're doing as far as ministry. And, and yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. It's good to be back. And yeah, we're, we moved to Birmingham, Alabama after our time in Central Asia. And I became the global pastor, so basically the missions pastor at the church at Brick Hills in Birmingham, Alabama. So many of you know Danny Rinstrom, and we're serving together again in this capacity. He's the worship pastor here. And yeah, it's just been a joy to, to continue to want to send and equip seasoned, healthy laborers to, to bless the global church. And so that's, uh, that's what we're doing right now, dreaming about how to do that, even with all the limitations of this current season. Praise God for that open door for ministry. Thank you for serving the church and, and serving the mission of the church in that way. And today I have a pretty simple, but I think what will be a helpful question to ask you, and that is what are some of the biggest challenges you have faced as a parent and how has God by his grace met those needs? Good question, brother. It's, I could, we could probably have a lot more than 12 minutes to talk through, uh, through what this is going to look like. But man, I think one of the biggest challenges of, of parenting that I have faced is me. Um, I think, uh, parenting has been just as marriage is for most people or some other setting where you're living closely with other people and interacting with them. It becomes a mirror into your own soul and it exposes things, man. I think, just my my selfishness has been exposed and, and that particularly plays out I think in my impatience and my anger that can you know answer our, my kids with short words or make a face that's not appropriate even though my words might be okay you know they, they feel something else from me like a harshness or a heavy handedness in your yes. response yes. yeah yeah, I think that's um, something that most of us can identify with and sympathize with. It's a pretty common, uh, common struggle. Mm-hmm. Man, I've even seen just my how like at work if my love or I want to please man more than God, how that fleshes out into a busyness at home that is I'm a slave to to work and so I I fill my calendar and and fill my mind even when I'm at home with things I'm doing at work so there's this busyness idol that I see in my own heart because it's all about me it's not about God and his glory I've uh, hijacked that purpose and, and made it about me so that's another struggle I see in my own heart brother just to be honest so how has the Lord over the last nearly 16 years now as a dad and 20 years mm-hmm. as a husband, how have you seen that kind of unfold? I'm guessing it wasn't an all at once like recognition, but it's kind of a layer by layer, uh, you know, God exposing another layer of, of sin, but then God meeting that with his grace. Could you just 
give us a, a picture into what that's looked like, how parenting has been a, a tool in that. You know, I'll say I'm reminded of a recent episode I did with Dave where we were talking about Paul Tripp's book, Parenting, and, and where he, he says something to the effect of like, hey, parenting isn't God just using us and our kids' lives, but God through our children and through the task of parenting, changing us so that we might be more effective tools in his hands in our kids' lives, right? It's, it's work. He's working both ways. So yeah, take good us word. into, take us into it a little bit and what it's like for you. Yeah, that's a good word, man. I think something else that's informative for me, Andy, is this little article. It's three pages called the crossing criticism. Um, I got it from you. online. <laughs> You know, so, and it's just helped me see, like, I don't need to be afraid to enter into territory where I'm, I'm my weaknesses are going to be displayed because they were already displayed evidently at the cross. And it enables me to receive criticism. And I don't do that well all the time. But I think my wife is a really a, a blessing of the Lord that she has front row seat to, to what God is doing in my life and where I'm struggling. And. So she's been a kind, just blessing of the Lord to, to pull me aside when I've responded harshly to the kids or I've been too busy with my phone. And uh, I think it's a seasonal thing I've noticed. And like occasionally I need to step out and just kind of get a checkup of where I am. Um, and and because I, I drift toward these patterns that end up negatively influencing my kids and my home. And so I think God has given me my wife, his word, even the church for, uh, we just recently went through the book of Ephesians, Ephesians five, and we sat in that word and saw what husbands should be like and who, how wives should respond to their leadership. And it was just a checkup for us, just the normal rhythms of body life and even being with other couples and seeing how they navigate some of these things, seeing how intentional they are with their kids and being spurred on to the love and good deeds. I think those are some, some avenues that God has protected me from myself because if I were left to myself, I think I would make a mess of our family. So I'm thankful for his grace. So you just said a lot about uh, different ways God has provided his grace you know, he, he through different means, different channels, if you will. Like you mentioned Beck, your wife and the blessings she's been. That's really huge, right? It's we have to remember God has given us in perfect wisdom and love the spouse he has given us and yeah. perfectly suited to 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 meet our needs, to help us see weaknesses to and so just to remember like, hey, you're not in competition with your spouse when it comes to your kids. Like you're a team, you know, you're on the you're on the mm-hmm. same team and uh, I've seen you and Beck model that really well. You mentioned community, church community, yep. church. Uh, mm-hmm. just being able to observe other believers. Uh, that's been tremendous, I think, for us as well to to get to one the encouragement. Hey, we're not alone in this. To yes. uh, to to actually have other examples of hey, that's how you can deal with that in a godly way. That's a way to respond to this situation. And I didn't think of it. It's okay. We don't have mm-hmm. to think of all the answers because we've got a whole body of, of brothers and sisters. You talked about sitting under the word, ministry of the word. You, you talked about criticism, that article of cross and criticism and not feeling the need to defend, justify ourselves. Mm. Anything else? I'm trying to catalog these here for our listeners because yeah. those are really yeah. helpful and they're all things to thank God for and to lean into uh, in a sense. That's, yeah. And I think that the reason why I set it up with cross and criticism, Andy, is just 
that's if you take that heart there that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, right? That we've received our our harshest criticism at the cross, that we needed we deserve the judgment of God. Mm-hmm. And then that we also receive the most welcomed acceptance at the cross, right? From the love of the Father. And I think that that kind of uh, turns down the pressure meter, you know, because I want to get defensive when the word is being preached and it's convicted, convicting, right? And I see areas that I need to change and I, I want to be defeated. Well, that's that's actually just an opportunity to grow that God has given me by his grace or my wife's word to me at a timely moment. You know, I want to get defensive, but I don't need to get defensive. It's for my good. And so that's why I started with that, man. I think that's really the heart to to take a learner's posture into all the means of grace that you have in your family. Yeah, that's so good. I'm, I'm going to ask you in just a second if there's any recent just kind of practical instance of this you can share with us. But I was just the same idea recently uh, was sharing with a couple who were about to get married. That same idea when you see when you've done something and your spouse is pointing it out to you and you feel your inner lawyer rising up, coming to your defense, you can say, wait a second, I have a justifier. His name is Jesus. He, he had, he's my defender. And, and it's not because I'm righteous. It's because I'm clothed in his righteousness. And then the inverse is the same It's when I feel a need to make someone pay for something they've done, I can also trust, wait, Christ has, he's paid for this at the cross. I don't need to condemn. I don't need to make them pay for this. I can, I can forgive. I can let go of this. Mm-hmm. And the cross frees us to do both of those things, right? To, yeah. um, to not fear condemnation, to not pursue someone else's condemnation. So anyway, any, um, any recent, recent instance that you could share with our listeners of, of what this looks like just practically day in, day out. Yeah, I think, let's see, I'm trying to think of through the catalog of instances where this could play out, but man, I just had a, we've got teenage boys, you know, had an intense conversation. One of them um, raised his voice at me and, and I think it was not justified and it, it hurt deeply. And so sent him up to his room to kind of calm things down and, just was really wrestling with what kind of posture I'm going to go up there in. Am I going to go up to his room and talk to him and just try and and force my opinion on him? Or, or is there anything I can apologize for? Is there any overstep that I made in my words or anything that would be misperceived? Am I going to come up there in kind of attack mode? Or am I going to come up there in kind of a learner's posture? Talking to my son when I went up there, it was it was hard to navigate. Honestly, bro, some of the emotions were high still, and just had to had to pause in my heart and just really pray and seek the Lord that He would turn my posture to want to listen, because my son was obviously hurting, and I, I was able to listen to how I hurt him, and then he was able to listen to how uh, he hurt me through yelling at me and it was it was helpful but man it was painful and and I was inclined towards just kind of pressing in on my own agenda but thankfully I think God was gracious to give us both a learner's posture in that moment and our relationship was restored because of it so yeah that's one example man sure 
Yeah. I had a similar, it's kind of a, a little bit of a smaller thing. We were uh, recently just was really tired, distracted. It's been a busy season. We were the whole family laying on our bed, Eric and I's bed, just praying together before putting the kids to bed. And as I'm praying, I look up and one of my children is standing on my bed, taking the chains off the ceiling fan light. Uh, you know, they're light coated. One shows a light, one shows a fan. And I just responded, that's not a toy. What are you doing? Stop. Like, leave those alone. And I was frustrated because this child was, you know, obviously distracted during prayer. But immediately I felt Erica just kind of give me a gentle nudge. And I look up and I could tell she thinks I've I've overreacted. I've been harsh. And it it was so obvious. I just didn't see it because I was tired, frustrated, distracted. And so even as I'm praying for my kids, I, I just, I'm the problem and I'm, I yeah. am frustrated and angry and the, the grace of God coming to me through Erica's gentle encouragement helped me to slow down and just say, Hey, bud, I'm, I'm sorry. That was, I shouldn't have been frustrated. It's not really a big deal. Let's don't mm-hmm. mess with them. But right now, really let's focus on, on asking God for grace, giving thanks to him. We're praying. Let's don't, let's don't mess with other stuff right now. That's a better right. response. And this child just, he understood it's a boy. I've given it away now. Um, so that, that, that's a, uh, a recent example for me, like in the past, like two or three days. So, yeah. Oh, right there with you, brother. Yeah. Well, oh, um, mm. so maybe to sum this up, Chip, parenting has been challenging for you, correct? Mm, yes, correct. Have yes. you seen the faithfulness of God over and over and over in those challenges? Daily. Yes. Praise mm. him. Praise him. And that's really mm. what we want you are listeners to hear is yes, it's challenging for all of us, but yes, God is faithful and yes, his grace is sufficient for every need. And the weaker you feel uh, really the more opportunity you have to boast in the sufficiency and the power of his grace. So Chip, thank you for joining brother. So grateful for you. You too. Yeah. And thank you our listeners for joining for another episode. And we hope to see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Shaped Home Podcast, produced by Providence Baptist Church of Raleigh, North Carolina. For more information and resources from Providence, visit us online at pray.org. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts.